what you don't see is that we're also the people who assemble the boxes. You don't see our rooms in each of our homes littered with products and boxes and shipping <laughs> labels and the printer. And, you know, because we are small still and we don't have a warehouse in a DC. You're, I mean, you're talking to the warehouse staff, the DC staff, you're talking to the marketing staff, the corporation <laughs> staff and the accounting staff. You know, it's, it's, we do it all. And so that's. This is the Girl Behind the Hustle podcast, and I'm Lucretia L.C. Thomas. Each week, I'm chatting with some incredible women across all industries and backgrounds who've agreed to tell the truth about what it really means to hustle. It's time for us to be honest, to let other women know that they aren't alone, to share our mountains and our valleys, to practice self-care, and celebrate our wins together. It's time to hear the truth from the women behind the hustle. This is the girl behind the hustle, and I'm your host, Lucretia L.C. Thomas. Hey, y'all. Hey, thank you so much for checking out the girl behind the hustle podcast today. I am your host, Lucretia L.C. Thomas. So guys, if you've been following along on our mailing list or on Instagram, you know, or Facebook, we're there too. Um, you know that we're currently reading Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. Such an amazing book. Hope you pick it up and are reading along with us. If you're in the Chicagoland area, we'll be having an in-person book discussion on March 20th. It's going to be in Oak Park at Pearl Shoebox Vintage. It's the cutest vintage boutique in Oak Park. And Laura L. Payton from LT in the City will be co-hosting that. So hope you can join us. It'll be meditations, affirmations, visualizations, a whole lot of shames. Um, that'll be happening March 20th in Oak Park. So I hope you can join us. It's going to be an amazing event. So grab your tickets on Eventsbrite or at girlbehindthehustle.com. All right, now that that's out the way, on to our podcast episode. So today I am chatting with Kinko founders, Fanny Koss and Chelsea A. Strike. Fanny is a French cosmetic scientist with over 18 years of experience and has worked all over the world. Chelsea is a 20-year beauty business veteran who's worked with cult beauty favorites such as Cover FX, Sunday Riley Cosmetics, and Revive Skincare. After meeting during a job interview that did not work out, these two ladies stayed in contact and later connected to create Kinko, which is a 100% vegan natural deodorant. Kinko, which means balance in Japanese, has been featured and Hip Latina, Good Morning America, Allure, and Madame Noir as one of the top natural deodorants. Listen in as we discuss the truth behind creating and launching a beauty brand in a crowded market, the importance of collaboration, and how following up can lead to your next big opportunity. Hi, Chelsea and Fanny. How are you guys today? We're so good. Right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm excited to chat with you. Tell the listeners just a little bit about who you are, your background, and all about your hustle. Yeah. Uh, this is Chelsea. My name is Chelsea A-Strike, and I'm here with my co-founder, uh, Fanny Cost. And we are the founders of Kinko, which is a brand new personal care brand that really works with your skin's microbiome in order for the products to be effective. And 
Both of us have been in the beauty and personal care industry for over 20 years, Fanny as a cosmetic scientist. So really formulating all of those uh, products, probably a lot of them in your home, in your medicine cabinet, um, have come from her brain as a cosmetic scientist. And then on my side, I have been in beauty and skincare and color, um, all in entrepreneurial companies uh, on the marketing and product development side as well. Oh, that's awesome. So good to know. So for a person like me who may not know exactly what the microbiome is, can you explain what that means? Yeah, hi, it's Fanny. <laughs> um, so you're basically covered with a lot of microorganisms and they are collectively known as the microbiome. Mm -hmm. So we actually have more than uh, half of your body is made of uh, those little cells. Uh, only 43% of your cells are body cells and all the rest are all these uh, microorganisms, bacteria, yeast and other funny stuff. Um, and they're essential to your health. So you might be familiar with what you have in your gut but you also have it all over you. Okay. Basically, yeah, what Fanny's saying is we're covered in tons of little microscopic little fun creatures that make our skin work. <laughs> got it, got it. And so how did you guys connect? We connected actually in my last uh, corporate job. I was at a brand called Cover Effects, and um, I was a VP of global marketing and product development there. And I had an opening on my product development team. And Fanny applied, and I her resume is amazing. And had her come in to interview. Um, excuse me, interview. And um, she was a little overqualified for what I was looking at the time, so she didn't get the job. However, um, as life works, right, um, it was a greater plan, and we kept in touch because we just had an instant connection with each other. And so it, we kept in touch, and uh, she called me. She's like, hey, let's meet at a coffee shop. I've got an idea. And um, she had this great idea to start Kinko, and here we are. How amazing is that? You know, sometimes a no is just a not now. But just being able to keep that connection and that relationship. So, that's right. Oh, that's amazing to know that. And that's so cool. I know. We, we laugh about it all the time. We're like, yeah, I didn't hire her. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to work with her instead, you know, in a different capacity. It's funny. <laughs> and Fanny, you felt comfortable just kind of reaching back out to Chelsea. Like, I know it didn't work out for this, but what do you think about this idea? Yeah, well, <laughs> I know it's. Uh, I know we we really felt that instant connection, and I desperately wanted to to work with her. So when I found out, you know, she was uh, moving out of the company, doing some consulting, I just you know reached out and um, and she said yes, <laughs> and here we are. So we're working together. I got what I wanted. <laughs> That's. <laughs> and why did you guys feel that it was important to create this particular product? You know. We're Gen Xers. We're both over 40. Maybe I shouldn't admit that. I just turned 44 myself. This is Chelsea, by the way. And um, we grew up in a world where I think now as Gen Xers, we're trying to clean up our act. We were the generation where microwaves came into our home. We are the generation where TV dinners came into our home. I remember clearly my mom, you know, feeding us frozen pizzas and Nighthawk TV dinners because it was convenient and it was new and they were affordable. And now that we know how many preservatives and how many things that are that have been around us and on our bodies with our personal care, just the air we breathe, is not as clean as it should be for our bodies. And when Fanny and I reconnected, um, it was in 2018, early 2018, and um, actually late 2017 now that I say that, but then in, in that time, I had four friends still actually, but at that time, four of my friends in my close circle diagnosed with breast cancer. 
that's crazy. <laughs> and that's just too many at that age. And I think now we are smart. We are savvy. We are understanding what we did in our youth maybe wasn't so good for us. And like I said, we're trying to clean up our act now. And now we have families, we have daughters, and we would never put something on our daughters or give them products that we may have formulated or sold or marketed in our past lives to them now, to where we want them to have the cleanest products available to keep them safe and as healthy as long as possible, right? So that's where then we created our microbiome, or sorry, microbiomics balancing deodorant because my oldest is 12 and mm -hmm. she, she needed a deodorant. It was time and Fanny's got a daughter. I've got two daughters. She's got a boy and a girl. And we wanted to give our own friends and family something that we knew was safe for them but was also effective. There's a lot of safety deodorants out there, quite frankly, but if it doesn't partner with the microbiome, those little fun microorganisms Manny mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. it can't be effective. And so that's why we wanted to create this product. I love that. And can we just talk a little bit about, you know, the traditional deodorants that are on the market in comparison to your product, how it kind of differs a little bit. And I love what you said, you know, I, I've had experience with using natural deodorants that you know, like they didn't work. I'm not going to name any names, any brands <laughs> did not work. So I just want you to kind of expand on, you know, what makes your product different, especially with the ingredients and the effectiveness. Yeah, so we're, to be honest, most of the natural deodorants you see on the market, uh, they came from a, from a kitchen. Uh, a lot of women came with the best intention, but they just uh, developed them what they had on their hands. And it's just uh, basically food ingredients. Um, but these things might not be, you know, the most effective when it comes to, uh, to control of body odor and uh, not very good on the microbiome either. Uh, so I formulated our, our products on the, on the laptop bench. It's a, it's a much more, uh, say, scientific uh, product. So we source uh, natural ingredients, but that are proven to be effective. Mm -hmm. That's our key differentiator, and uh, we're targeting the microbiome. So just a bit of background. Basically, the sweat uh, doesn't smell when it comes out. It's only certain bacteria on the skin that metabolize it and produce that not-so-nice odor on your skin. So if you manage to, to control those microorganisms and uh, just you know, help the good ones, they will overpopulate the skin, and there is no space for the ones that cause odor. So it's how our product works. Just balancing the good and uh, odor causing right. uh, bacteria. And we also don't have a baking soda because, of course, we're aluminum free, like most natural deodorants, but we're also baking soda free because a lot of people have sensitivities to baking soda. I don't know um, if you read some of the reviews, a lot of it, that causes rashes because it's disrupting the acid mantle of the skin. And so we took that out of our formula as well in order to really um, be soothing but also work with a microbe to be effective and cut that odor. What challenges have you guys experienced with you growing know, this company? Elsie, um, it's a very crowded market. And honestly, we have this idea, or we, Fanny, had this wonderful idea. Um, she's taken me along for the ride. She's had it for over a year now. And in that time from our idea to market, the natural deodorant space blew up. There are so many players, everyday players are entering the space. And not only new players, but also existing companies who are getting in on the game. So because everyone is smarter, like I said, they are looking for great options, but they're looking for great options that work. And so that has been the challenge for us in growing this company. 
we're an indie brand. We don't have the big houses behind us. So getting through and getting through that clutter and all that chatter socially, digitally, it takes a lot of money and we just don't have those budgets yet. So we're leaning in on our relationships to get the job done. And so far, I think we've done a really great job because we have some really great friends out there. <laughs> awesome. And I believe there are no losses, just redirection. Can you tell me with growing this company, maybe a perceived loss that you may have experienced and how did you bounce back from that or what did you Well, to be honest, we had a lot of issues with our packaging. Uh, The first uh, product we had in mind was not a roll-on. It was a cream and we had this really, really innovative pack, but um, it turned out it didn't work out. (laughs) So we we still laugh about it, but it's kind of very embarrassing because we had that, uh, it was a cylinder, you turned it like a stick, but it was cream would come out and it would just squirt or not come out. And with a brand called uh, Kinko, mm-hmm. it's very close to Kinky, we thought that would have been a complete yeah, disaster. It was a milky cream that kind of spurted <laughs> out of the package. It was, I was like, Fanny, this is inappropriate. <laughs> so, we can't do that. <laughs> so we had to pivot and uh, pin down the, the formula and make it, you know, find another new pack. So we probably wasted quite a few months on reformulating, but at the end of the day, I think it was probably better. <laughs> and the PR nightmare. <laughs> I say no. <laughs> was that hard for you? Was that hard for you to kind of let go of or release your original vision of what you had your products to look like, what you envisioned? Uh, no, not so much. I mean, we've been in the industry for so long. We know that things, it's not, uh, you know, a smooth ride. So you always need a plan B. So mm-hmm. it's, we were expecting some bombs, not that one, but uh, <laughs> at least, you know, it's, it's a funny one. So we got over it. What did you learn during this process of starting and growing? Well, to be business? honest, I, it's a bit different for Chelsea, but for me, um, I always been in B2B. So being a direct to a consumer brand and especially a, a digital native brand, had to learn a lot about uh, connected with uh, with our customers uh, through um, through social media, uh, how to use uh, all these new digital tools, and there's always something coming up, and there's always you know a change in uh, an algorithm when it comes to to Google or to uh, so we had to growing this business we had to to be more reactive and uh, more uh, digitally savvy. So that was one of the biggest challenge for us. And I think, yeah, and just for me, it's been also partnering with Fanny. She knew the B2B, I knew the B2C, because um, my background's Laura Mercier, Sunday Riley, but getting on, you know, the ground floor of those brands, they had money. That's the other thing, too. You know, we're doing this on our own, and it's just a totally different thing in a very crowded market. And, um, but I think I would just, every day that we're so excited to do what we do. What have you done for funding of your business? Has been self-funded? Did you have any We're investors? We're still self-funded. We try to, to keep, you know, stay okay. that way and being very lean uh, as much as we can. What do you think about when you hear the word balance? Well, we certainly think of Kinko because in Japanese, Kinko does mean balance. But personally, you know, I think for me, it's face, it's family, and then it's everything else. Now, that's the utopia. <laughs> Um, not exactly. That's, that's what I think it means. Now, execution of the definition, I think, is totally different um, because it depends on the day. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, Fanny and I, we both have kids. We both have families. We both work. And um, it's hard, you know, and I think you take day by day. And if um, at the end of the day, you can kind of reflect and say, you know, I, 
I did some good today. And I think that's, that's where the balance comes from in the reality. And have you been able to kind of build a team around you guys to help create that balance with things in the background or any tools or things like that that you use to kind of help you keep and create that balance? As yeah, best as I possible? mean, we have very, very supportive husbands to start with, yeah. I must say. <laughs> Yes, husband shout out. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's for yes. sure. And we've been very, very fortunate to to meet some incredible people throughout our careers, and uh, they really helped us with uh, we coming up with the products. We have fantastic vendors, um, you know, traffic designers, a really supportive uh, team behind us. Press contacts, influencer contacts um, that have really shown up for us wins have you guys experienced since opening the company and how how do you celebrate those we're the worst (laughs) (laughs) we say all the time "Ooh, let's go celebrate with dinner Ooh, let's go celebrate with a glass of wine but then we're on to the next fire so um, i know i'm looking at her i'm like let's get together for the holidays (laughs) yeah horrible but but that's on you know that's the fast-paced entrepreneurial life right but the fact that we get to come back to work tomorrow, that's a win, you know, and we celebrate that and we know that. So um, it, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, yeah, we got one mm-hmm. big win. We got uh, the QBC and HSN organize a competition called The Big Find. And we are, we're lucky winners, so. Yes, yes, we are confirmed to be on HSN in February. So I know we're very excited. Thank you. We're very excited to launch and um and certainly have their megaphone behind us and their audience and their machine behind us. Um, we're very excited. That's awesome. What keeps you motivated in moments of doubt? What's your why? Well, to be honest, I think it's been our children, and it's what Chelsea uh, mentioned earlier. You know, we we grew up in a in a world that there. Um, that was not, you know, the best. And uh, we certainly are modern lifestyle harmed a lot our microbiome, the planet, and we're really thinking about it and uh, to give uh, something better for our children. And so we talked about celebrating your wins. How do you rest and practice self care? <laughs> well, yeah, are we better with that? <laughs> you know, um, I mean, it's, I love the self care movement. We need it. Um, and for me, it's getting my hair done. <laughs> it's got to get my hair. And, um, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's, and it's something I actually never used to do until I turned, I think, like 41. And so I was like, I'm not going to pay for that. I'm not going to get my hair colored. You know, I'm not going to do all that. Um, it's a waste of time. I don't have time is what I used to say. Because you do have to sit in a chair for an hour or two, you know, depending on what you're doing. And I have learned to appreciate that time to just sit there and actually I enjoy talking to the woman who does my hair. She leads a very interesting life. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, <laughs> I just enjoy having that conversation. I don't look at my phone and I purposefully don't look at my phone. I enjoy the conversation and I enjoy the head massage during my hair appointment. I enjoy everything about it. Um, and then I'll be back in two months in between those two months. Is there a lot of self-care and rest? Probably not, <laughs> you know, but, but I look mm-hmm. forward to that and always make sure to make an appointment when I leave to make sure I'm keeping that going. So that's to me what it looks like. Rest when I'm in the chair, I'm resting, you know, and I think, I think, and that's how we have to do it <laughs> mm-hmm. these days. You know, this whole, everybody's tired, right? As a society, we are fatigued, but I think anytime, even during the day, you can pause that's resting. And I think that's where like the hair appointment makes me pause. 
you know, picking up my children makes me pause. Those little life moments that we're all dealing with um, help us rest. And it's, it's the same for me. It's uh, the only little self-care I have is my haircut. And I've got short hair, so got a chance to get a bit more often than, uh, than Chelsea. Mm-hmm. That because I feel like with the whole self-care movement, that it's not always this huge thing or this big thing, but it can be those little moments that we spend just, you know, going to get our hair cut, picking up our children, just having those moments of pause and to be still gives us an opportunity totally, to refresh yes. and refill ourselves. Like it doesn't totally agree. I look at my Instagram thing and all these beautiful pictures of people in their bathtub with the glass of wine and the <laughs> flowers. I'm yeah. like, yeah. where are you? And <laughs> what? Girl, my daughter. I'm like, ooh, can we get in with you? I'm like, no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Exactly. Like, right. Too. Like that. Oh no. I just keep on scrolling. <laughs> right. <laughs> <I'm> keeping on. <laughs> so what don't we see behind the hustle? What parts of the grind don't make it to social media? You know, um, so much of everything we said, you know, we have our families, there's carpool, there's this, you know, every day, you know, three, everything is like, oh, I've got to take Jonathan to the drum lesson. I'm like, oh yeah, Remy's got choir, you know, so it's life, you know, and that's where, oh, they started a brand that's so glamorous, you know, oh, you're in beauty, that's so glamorous. I'm sure, oh, you run a podcast, that's so cool, that's so glamorous. It's not, it's a lot of hard work and it's, what you don't see is that we're also the people who assemble the boxes. You don't see our rooms in each of our homes littered with products and boxes and shipping <laughs> labels and the printer. And, you know, because we are small still and we don't have a warehouse and a DC. You're, I mean, you're talking to the warehouse staff, the DC staff, you're talking to the marketing staff, the formulation <laughs> staff and the accounting staff. You know, it's, it's, we do it all. And so that's where I think people, just assume because we're in this industry, oh, you guys are just hobnobbing at Fashion Week or something. And that is so far from the truth. It is literal putting boxes together, mailing it, running it to Mr. Bill at my local post office. And that is his real name because we've become so friendly. And so, and he knows my daughter. And I mean, you know, it's, it's, and going back to those relationships, it's the guy at the post office who's involved in making this work too. And so that's that's what we don't put on social. The only social is the pretty pictures, right? You guys We're currently working on uh, really exciting pipelines of products. Uh, we, we're focusing on personal care. So, uh, and we have some um, cleansing products, hair care products, oral care products um, coming hopefully next year. So, yeah. <laughs> and all to balance the microbiome. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all working on the same principle. Let's chat a little, a little bit about those products. So you said you're getting into hair care and what else? And do you have like the line kind of plans out already? What are you thinking about? Well, it's, it's all a bit, you know, uh, it's all in the beginning stages right now, because quite frankly, Elsie, we uh, okay. are launching our deodorant on HSN. And then as we grow, then we will work with them to see what's right and what's next. Because and to Faith's point, all of our products are going to be based around the microbiome because we have these lovely microorganisms head to toe, in the mouth, everywhere. And so between hair care, oral care, more deodorants and different scents, maybe, um, we have we have some products that we're, we've got that we've been working on to present to them, but we want to certainly work with them and partner with, on what's the right time. 
So this part of the show we call the real deal moment where we take a deeper look at who the women are behind the hustle. So what's a quote, verse, or mantra that keeps you encouraged? God, one I like is um, the struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need for tomorrow. Don't give up. It's from uh, Robert Chu. And then a tool, an app, or something that helps you manage your life or work that you uh, we, can We're both without? very old-fashioned, and we love notebooks. Uh, we're so overwhelmed with all, you know, uh, we're always on our phones or on our laptops. Uh, and because of that, you know, I'm going to the chiropractor a lot. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. we think that, you know, having a notebook, it's something you know, very useful to, to just, you know, write down your thoughts, and that would stick in your mind better. And it's actually a tool that has been useful for me and I've been gifting to a lot of people, entrepreneurs. It's, um, it's a journal by uh, Seth Godin uh, made with a moo. It's called Focus, a Ship It Journal. And it's, it's a very, very beautiful journal, but it really helps you to, you know, especially when you're hustling, to just focus on the right thing and write it down. Yeah, we definitely believe in writing down. Um, Fanny has a beautiful journal because she's French. I got mine at Office Depot and, <laughs> and it works, but um, <laughs> I am a visual learner and a visual person. And for me, if I don't write it down, it doesn't exist. I can do it on my phone all day long and type it in, but then it's gone. And so I still believe in writing things down and I'm being tactile and you know physical about it. And um, then it's imprinted in my brain. And so that helps me manage um carpool and work and everything else and what do you want people to say about you when you aren't in the room this is chelsea and i think um i'd want them to say that i listened that i cared and then i was damn funny <laughs> you are and i would add that we're passionate about what we do it's uh we truly believe in, in what we're doing. Totally. And Elsie, can I go back? I'm sorry. This is totally. Uh, it's so funny because yeah, I did not compare notes on our quote, verse, or mantra. And yours was so similar to mine. Sorry. I'm just like having a moment because mine was Matthew 634. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. That was so similar to yours. How funny. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And fill in the blank. My name is. And one truth about the hustle is. My name is Chelsea A-Strike. And the one truth about the hustle is that relationships are everything. My name is Fanny Kost. And one truth about the hustle is curiosity. Well, thank you so much, Fanny and Chelsea, for sharing your truth about the hustle. Please let our listeners know how they can connect. uh, We are online. We are sold through our .com, which is www.kinko.care. We're also on Instagram at kinko-care and same on Facebook. Awesome. Thank you guys both so much. This was amazing. I love chatting. We with so you. appreciate thank it, Elsie. So thank you so much. You guys, I really love Chelsea's and Fanny's story so much. Talk about the power of the follow-up. Like when someone says follow-up, let's stay connected. Take my card, take my email, take my number. Do just that. Stay on their radar. I like to think that there's no such thing as being thirsty in business follow up i would love to hear from you guys what your takeaways were from this episode please feel free to connect on instagram or facebook at girl behind the hustle also shoot me an email let's chat let's kiki always available to kiki in the dms on instagram you can shoot me an email at hey girl at girl behind the until next time 
Hustle and Grace.